Alright then, so this is a bit different, isn't it? So, six, six, six. Maiden A to Z, in it. Hello and welcome to Maiden A to Z. My name is Eric, and with me, as always, is my co-host Jonathan. That's right. I'm here. Uh, we got Dan Mortimer back from London. Hello. Hello, Dan, and new guest for the show. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say this. This this guest is one of those we mentioned um, this in the past. I think that there's a if it weren't for this guest or, or sort of a group that this guest uh, belongs to. Uh, this podcast probably wouldn't exist. I would say that's nice to hear. We inspired someone. Yeah, exactly. You definitely did. Uh, it was um, partially because you uh, you were about to end it, and so was uh, the, the Canadian one talking maiden. And I felt I had like an opportunity to go. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The gap in the market, sorry, Then you didn't. Your brother, <laughs> no, your brother, who's been on twice, at least twice. Yeah. I'm sure twice. Yeah. Even IRL once, he was actually with us, which is fun. Okay, I, I met your brother in this life in the flesh. But uh, nice. Yeah, um, he's been on a couple of times, and uh, we have we have been planning to have you on since the start. You actually picked yeah. this song before we even got going. You picked this song. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and uh, oh, the name, of course, the name. Before the we name, yeah. yeah uh, we had you will brink earlier on, and now we got Axel Brink today. Yes, the hey. little brother, just like me. The little brother, yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. Um, I remember being on a, one of your old, I don't know if it, is it still going, the Riff podcast? No, it's Jonathan? sleeping because it's too much time for this, but we still got listeners, funnily enough, you know. Okay. Pretty steady, like before, but it's much easier to piggyback on Iron Maiden if you're talking like a real community building. Yeah, as that's you know, true. As you know. Yeah, and Maiden fans are super super loyal as well. Like if they find these podcasts, they listen to yeah. them. I don't know. It. Yeah, it's a good crowd. Yeah, lately I've had more coming in, which is always fun. Uh, got a guy writing from Brazil just now before we started, and he, he also mastered the English language, which they tend mm. not to. So yeah. he's probably going to be on because we need to cover that continent. Nice. I didn't know you had a riff podcast. Oh yeah, you can check it out. Gain it for riffs is the name. Oh okay. Fifty-two yep. episodes right. up, and it's more genre mixed than mm. ours here. You know, quite oh, yeah. genre mixed. We we lots of rock, but yeah. And we play oh. guitar on that one too. Uh, I know there's an episode with the Maiden Podding guys uh, for anyone that doesn't understand Swedish. I guess it's an asset, you know? Yeah. Have you done other podcasting, Axel, in, in English or mostly uh, Swedish, right? Not, not really, no. Uh, it's, it's quite new for me, but I, th- I, I don't know. I, I have a decent English language, so uh, I, I think it's going to work out. Might be That's a bit really rusty, fun. though. It's been a while. Uh, but it's always fun, I think, anyway, to, to do it that way. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was thinking another thing uh, that I have to mention. This is the first guest from my motherland, also, Finland. Mm. But this yeah, is a bit complicated true. here, because you're kind of Swedish. You know? Yeah, I am. I am. Uh, there's a minor- Swedish-speaking minority in Finland. Uh, exactly. It's about 350,000 people or something. Yep. So, uh, but we're as Finnish as the Finnish-speaking folks. It, like, it's we have like, no relation to Sweden in like, right. yeah, other it, than the language. I feel almost like if you take you and me, 
then yeah. we cover all the Finnishness. Uh, uh, I have it more like in, in, in my DNA. I mean, I, I never lived there, but I've been many times. And, yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah. and you've lived there, but uh, you're kind of Swedish. I'm kind of yeah. Swedish, yeah, and it's a different culture. It's a bit like Skåne people or something. Yeah. It's like a dialect or something. It's, I don't know. We just happen to be in another country or something. Yeah. A stranger in a strange land. Right. Ooh. But that's not a song we're talking about today. But, uh, yeah. but what is that one, the Sting song? An Englishman in New York? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm an alien. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask one more thing before we get going. Of and course. that's like, uh, you did decide, or your brother basically talked you into continuing with your podcast. Yeah, that's true. How has it been for you? I don't know. Like, it's been weird. It's been fun. It's always fun when we record, but I sort of. Um, I'm having a bit, uh, it could be like the pandemic and stuff, but it, it's, I'm not as motivated as I was when we did all the albums and, and, and mm. I, I like talking about the music for the most part. It's like, and all the facts and numbers, it's interesting, but I, it's not really my thing, but, uh, it's yeah. always fun when we record and I'm always really like joyful and, and, uh, pumped afterwards. So it's, it is fun, but, uh, it's. It's moving towards an end, uh, but I won't tell end. you more than that. Like, yeah, we'll I, I think yeah. I got some intel from your brother there, but also, of course, I'm not going to spill that because no. uh, we no, have no, some no. we have some listeners in common. So, yeah, yeah, that tune. I think yeah. I know, but I'm also I'm not going to spill it because that would that would not be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, good to have you here, and uh, nice to have had this song sitting there, and you know, yeah. with, your, with your little name tag on there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's brink of destruction. Brink of destruction, yeah. There's a word uh, in the second song we're going to talk about as well. I think brink is is in the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's nice. All right, and uh, what about you, Dan? Had a good day. Uh, yeah, we've. Um, uh, Do you guys get bank holiday like in in Sweden? Mm. Yeah, we we had Good Friday and then um, uh, Easter Monday off, and uh, yeah, I'm back. I've been back at work today. I've been working from home, and I've been flat out. Uh, I had to really. <laughs> I mean, I, I made my notes for the for the two tracks which we're going to do today, and I um I thought I've heard them like five hundred times, so it'll be fine. But then when I got to writing them, I was like, "Fuck!" And then I was writing them writing them up until about um half an hour ago. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. they're they're literally like uh, fresh on the page right now. But um, yeah, all good. I can feel that me and Eric yeah. are notoriously unprepared going into these sessions. But well, that's the way we like prepared, it. You know? It's but, the way we like yeah. it. Uh, I've prepared once or twice, but then I don't even do the list that I've been well, writing. I feel, I, feel, I feel we're sort of prepared. We sort of been prepared. If you're preparing for this, for yeah. I mean, know. most of my life I've been preparing yeah, to, yeah. to do this in a way. You know, you can yeah. say. I always need notes, though. I, like when oh, I yeah, actually start talking about the music, I forget how the song went. It's it's ah. strange. It's like something just. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work in my brain. Like all of a sudden, I don't remember the music anymore. So I need the notes. Well, that's um, different yeah. ways of processing information. I think. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's just it, you know. And uh, sometimes it's nice to get a little reminder while while doing the song. That's why we also listen to the song a little bit, usually yeah. when we record. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. To quote the acclaimed thespian Wesley Snipes, "I was born ready, motherfucker." <laughs> there we go. Uh, I think also. I, I sort of have a false sense of security where I, th- I think I'm more prepared than I am, which I am not. Yeah. 
Well, so, that's good. You know, uh, just like yeah. fake it till you make it kind of thing. I'm like that. Yeah. So with all sort of new guests, we kind of, uh, we, uh, we sort of want to hear your sort of maiden origin story, Axel, and how you got into the band. And uh, Of course. Um, it was through my brother, uh, really. He, uh, he found out about Maiden from our oldest brother's friend. I think he borrowed an album and never gave it back or something. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Best of the Beast. Could have been like his first. Anyways, I'm not... Yeah, uh, so I got it through through him, but um, I was, what was I, 11 or 12? And uh, my older brother was like really a teenager and really, you know, wants to do his own thing. Like really annoying little brother um, who st- stole his sort of favorite band. So um, I <laughs> needed to listen to it like only by myself when he was gone. Headphones on. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I remember I had like a what i had a, a t-shirt i bought a wicker man t-shirt and i just mm. kept it from him so he didn't see it i never wore it when <laughs> we was around because i knew he would pick on me and and uh, right. but that was that was my way into maiden i didn't like it at first uh like i didn't like bruce dickinson's vocals at all at, I, i thought it was too maximalistic oh hot take i never said that on this podcast but first time i heard bruce i couldn't couldn't get it couldn't nah. get inside of it and i'm actually not surprised but i had a hard time with all like judas priest as well it was really it was something new like the whole su- super tenor high yeah. pitched male voice thing it's a rather extreme expression really it is it yeah. is yeah mm. yeah but uh that was my 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 sort of road into maiden saw them live for the first time in 2015 early days tour 2005 that'd be Ah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. I was 15. Yeah, great um, tour, though. Great tour to start. Great tour. Yeah, it was a good. Yeah, quite a deep cut tour to start with, but it it was a good tour. Yeah. One of my favorites, really. Almost like yeah. a time machine provided for you. Because, yeah, uh, we're, exactly. Yeah. We're roughly the same age, and uh, yeah, we couldn't have seen those songs in those days. You know. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I would have loved to have gone on that tour, but it was a year before I even got into Maiden, and I would have been. Too young to go anyway. I'd have to have a parent with me, and I don't know. You got age uh, limitations, restrictions. We talked to Peter Ivers, um, formerly of In Flames. He'll be back soon, and he said uh, he his kid wants to see Slayer, but uh, oh, yeah, you have yeah. to be thirteen now. Apparently, I was twelve. Really? I was twelve when I saw Maiden. I think the first time, but uh, yeah. yeah, apparently now you must be thirteen to go to loud concerts in Sweden. That's really boring. Like, yeah. why? Also, That's why? the worst politics yeah, ever. It's, it's not like your ears get more protective when, when you turn 14. No. Anyway, you know, probably like, less. And even, even, if, even if that were the case, there, there's so many limitations on how loud things can be these days. So, you know, yeah. they're not even, it's not even a dangerous level at this point. So, it's, no. you know, I think it's, um, it's a fuck's that. Yeah. I remember when those limitations came into place that at first the sound got way worse. But now mm-hmm. I think the audio engineers, the front of house engineers have really learned how to handle it. So now I actually yeah. like it. Like uh, I mentioned the uh, Hellas in rotation last episode. Mm. And uh, yeah. I, I saw them um, last Sunday in Circus and uh, perfect sound, perfect level nice. of sound, like loud yeah. enough. So you don't even think about putting the airplugs in. Uh, yeah. I think the, the, the engineers have mastered that over time. But when the restriction started, I didn't like it. You know, I was like, come nah. on. It has to feel. It has to fill the room. You couldn't. You yeah. shouldn't be able to talk uh, during. No, no, yeah, that's re- true. Yeah. yeah, I recall a Metallica gig where I was sort of way up front and I could I could have a conversation with someone with yeah, not, with not yeah. too much difficulty. That's that's nuts. And my co-host in Gaining for Riffs, we did an episode on a band I know that Axel likes too. Um, uh, shit, what's the name again? 
that Doom band they covered Remember Tomorrow? Um, Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. Yeah, Uncle Acid yeah. and the Deadbeats. And, and Eric, uh, not Eric, that's my current co-host, but Ulle told me that um, he went to see them in the baser here in Stockholm and he could hear the acoustic ringing from the strings on the electric guitars. No. That's bad. Because that music That's should bad. be loud, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's almost not rock anymore. <laughs> right. I would yeah. agree with that, you know. And yeah, I try to veer away from such rock cliches, but it has to be loud, come on. It has to be. <laughs> it has to, I mean I mean I understand it doesn't need to be, you know, ear splittingly, everyone's gonna leave there with right. permanent hearing damage, but there's something in between that and you can hear the fucking strings. Yeah. That should, should be able to, you know. On an acoustic. You know, no, on a non-acoustic, on an electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not that loud. But yeah, yeah. that was the case anyway. Uh, Dan, you've been to some shows recently too, right? In London. It's open. Yeah, up I again. went to um I went to the Albert Hall on Sunday for uh, Devin Townsend with um Leprous supporting. They they're really good. Leprous is a cool band actually, a Norwegian. Yeah, yeah, Norwegian. Yeah, they they re- I mean, in fact I probably preferred them to Devin, but I mean it was a really good evening. <laughs> Yeah, I went to Ghost on the uh, a, a week ago today. A week, yeah, a week ago, and then um, yeah, I've got a couple more coming up. I've got Paul Weller next Friday, oh. and yeah, and then That's I've got um, Gary Newman in May. Oh, love <laughs> wow. Gary Newman! Oh, love nice. Gary Newman. Awesome, he's one of the most talented ever. Wow, big for really big idol yeah. to me as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I love synths like synth yeah, music. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah. I fuck with synths. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, same here. I had a period where I didn't really want to do guitar music. It was almost two years, actually. Right? Yeah. Yeah, but what happened then was that when I rediscovered doing guitar music, it's like, fuck, this is amazing. I love yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So, you yeah. know, you you got to go around a little bit. I wanted to ask that uh, on that note, uh, mm-hmm. like as a kid, you didn't like Bruce Dickinson, you said, and you, you were hiding mm-hmm. our maiden from your brother. Yep. What were you into musically then? Um... <laughs> I don't know, like stuff from skate films, like, I don't know, and it was a lot of music from my older brothers, like, uh, all, all the whole, like, 90s gangster rap thing, and, I don't know, grunge, and I, I had a good taste, I'd say, like, as a 11, like right. 10, 11, 12-year-old, uh, because I listened yeah. to all the good records, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, but my brothers, they listened to all mm. the, the cool stuff from that age, so, right. uh, yeah, it was... 
but yeah like quickly got into metal i've i've yeah it, it's always been there it, it was i think it was my first like favorite music was probably heavy metal like yeah that i really understood that it like i i i really liked hip-hop as well but but I did feature some 90s hip-hop occasionally, even on this podcast. I think about four or five times. I had some okay. Nas in, I had yeah, some Tupac nice. in, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. I like, it, for me, it's a very auxiliary genre. Like, it's something very different. Yeah, it is very different. It's a, a bit while, like you know. punk and, you know, yeah. but it's it, but poetry and, and yeah. I don't know, it's nice. Yeah. Different expression, anyway, yeah. which is cool. Uh, yeah, also, have you begun skating now? It's spring. It's a good yeah, time to do it. Uh, I actually went skating just before this. Uh, I sat down here. Therefore, uh, all the technical stuff uh, wasn't really ready in time. Right, right. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's two different brains, the skateboarding axle and the, the audio technique engineer axle. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I bumped Maybe. into a kid, though. Uh, yeah. I knocked oh. over a kid at the skate park. <laughs> Deliberately? <laughs> while riding, not on purpose. Like... <laughs> deliberately <laughs> yeah <laughs> honing missile <laughs> yeah sounds like we're all set up the vitamin d a bit of the skating and uh, yeah let's uh, let's yeah. do this i guess mm. yeah indeed we're going back in time quite a bit here um to a track that actually did take me a little long a, long, a little bit of time to get into it wasn't a sort of love at first uh site not site really i guess you wouldn't call that but whatever the appropriate mm. word is uh which of course speaking of the title track from killers Namely, Killers. Yep. Also, Sesso right on your cap. It does, actually. Yes, it oh, does. Yeah. Mm. And so this is this thing. I mean, here's the thing. Because when, when Maiden had, when Killers had their big, that album had a big anniversary. They released a lot of cool merch. They released this cap, among other things. Yep. And mm. then for Number of the Beast, they did a cassette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I bought my favorite uh, college, uh, our Maiden college shirt, uh, the Killer 81 tour uh, yeah. in, that, in that spree. Yeah, it's, it's kind of uh, all yellow. Which looks really good. Uh, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not too I love into yeah, yellow yeah. shirts. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it's actually a black shirt, sadly enough. But it's a lot of yellow in the print. Oh, uh, yeah, like yeah, yellow nice. shirts. Yeah, I remember your brother yeah. saying that you should be wearing the yellow caught summer in time shirt, and I, I agree. You know, I think yeah, it good. yeah. It's a, yeah. It, it is a good shirt. Yeah, I I yeah. need to get one if they're still available. Right. Yeah, I'm wearing a um, Nordic event one, which I got in a uh, Copenhagen back in 2018. Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Very cool. Good gig. <laughs> yeah, haven't been to many bad mating gigs. It seems to occur very seldom. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> not like Bon, like not like know. Bon Jovi now. All right. Did you, you did like... you watch did you watch that video the other day, Jonathan Bon Jovi? Oh, uh, I did not. I was probably oh, no. I mean, I'm in midst of making an album lately, so it's really hard to play uh, audio and video when people yeah. send it because you're always there's always something occupying yeah. my ears and then if it's not yeah. my my album it's it's a podcast editing and that kind of stuff yeah true yeah but he's he's no good nowadays uh no like <laughs> dreadful <laughs> absolutely okay. dreadful like they've, they've tuned down every instrument but even then he can't no. he can't get the mic the oh, right no melody way. the right key you, you have to look it up oh. if you type in bon jovi 2022 and look at him performing wanted dead or alive you'd you'd be horrified he really would too. be that's a pretty good song yeah, I like that song. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at Ozzy tuning down or asking the others to tune down, it's kind of fun, fine. Yeah, but Bon Jovi yeah. has to be. He has to be that where he is, right? Well, a lot of people have yeah. to do it when they get so. older. Anyway, he's, he's, you know, I mean, Led Zeppelin. You know, their last tour they did with uh, Jason Bond, they had to tune down. That's just being smart. You know, yeah. not, he's not a young guy. Not a young guy anymore. He's got mm. you know, so. 
should have done that for Blaze too. We've said many times they should have tuned down for Blaze at least half a step. You know, yeah. it makes a real yeah. difference. R- r- right now, Vince Neil is somewhere it's thrilled they're fuck trash talking to someone else for a change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He could be in for a job I with Bon Jovi. Just about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, can't stand that guy. I can't stand him. And I tried to be live and let live, but you know, even also one of the biggest rock stars from from the north was killed because of him. Uh, the Finnish yeah. guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just reckless. And then his 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 punishment was like a joke. Like he had, he had hookers in jail, basically. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. It's it's not a good. Yeah. I I really didn't. Yeah. I've never been a fan. I don't. I didn't. Um. They, they have a few good songs, but I think that's pretty much the key. I think everyone probably can. If you have, if you've released more than a couple albums, the first album is alright. You know, people have forced me to not forced me. But Hang on. Who are we, are we talking about? Crew or Bon Jovi now? Crew. Crew. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Some people have like strongly recommended the first one, so I did give that a fair shot, and it's not bad actually. It's pretty cool. They have some mm. '50s influences. There's some '50s rock influences, which are kind of nicely translated, I must say. But yeah. I mean, Tom, Tommy Lee is an awesome drummer. So you've yeah. got a good foundation going anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And Mick Mars is a decent guitar player as well. Like I like his sound. It's really strange and weird and yeah, yeah. it's his own sound. Um yeah. I, I don't remember who told me, but uh, this guy went to a Motley Crue concert and uh, something broke down. So Mars had to do an impromptu solo and apparently it was the worst he had ever heard in the impromptu <laughs> guitar solos. Like really? he couldn't handle that at all. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard okay. to do, really. It's hard to stand on stage and solo on your guitar alone. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, Davey, Dave Murray used to do that a lot in Maiden. Yeah, in the beginning did, because yeah. it was fashionable yeah. in, the late, in, the in the late seventies. Yeah, late seventies it was pretty much standard that you had like a drum solo and a guitar solo in oh. every concert. Like people <laughs> wanted that. Yeah, and people say that the seventies was like the best time. I disagree. <laughs> no. Yeah, but mm. I mean, late seventies, early eighties is a big favorite for me. The era of disco and punk, I think, is a good era. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, an early synth pop. Lots of, oh yeah, that too. Lots of good music coming out now, though. So, I mean, like, you shouldn't get too hung up on, on certain eras, I think. No, definitely nah. not. No. But but we're heading to that era now, right? 81. Yeah, so. <laughs> Does it say that on your cap, too? Does it say 81? It says 81. Yeah, 81. Yeah, 1981, yeah. five years before my birth. 12 years and before mine. 12 years before you, Dan, yeah. Yeah. DJ Mortimer 93. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. My Instagram handle, yep. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think a couple of years back, or two and a half years back, in Axel's podcast, uh, they made a, some type of skit about your bigger brother being addicted to killers. Uh, he he yeah. couldn't stop listening to it. And uh, no. I had a face, I had a face for real, uh, that was a bit like that, like two months ago. Uh, I didn't okay. listen to much other heavy metal, I didn't listen to any other Iron Maiden, just killers, all the time. Hmm. And it wasn't a favorite when I was a kid or anything. But uh, I, I sort of see the album as a club gig, which I like. Yeah, you know, a local yeah, that's band. exactly what it is. Yeah, it's so. Yeah. yeah, it feels like a club gig. That that's so true. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of the really like one of the best Maiden albums. Like no doubt, it's it's. I think so. It's up there, like top three, I'd say. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've been a Maiden fan for well over 15 years now, and I remember I didn't hear the album until maybe 
in full until maybe 2015. I don't know why it took me that long to actually listen to it. Big discography, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I rate, I rate it really highly now. But I don't know why it took me, took me so long to um get around to it really. But I can see that. Like uh, I recently discovered that Van Halen is actually a killer band. But I'm still only listening to Fair Warning, you know, Mm. because as Mm. I got older, when I find something I like, I'm, I'm just like, "Ah, I'm gonna stick around with this album for a bit. And a bit can be quite a long bit when you're like thirty, you know. Yeah. Yeah can take ages yeah to go that's further. true but yeah the first couple also and halen really cool band i'm gonna be on the the podcast also and the podcast will rock which is on the same network as oh. us uh one of okay. the newer shows on that on the deep Side podcast network so i'm gonna be on there and i agreed to do a random picked song so i might not even mm. have heard the song that i'm doing on wow. that podcast. yeah that'd be interesting that's exciting yeah yeah now the uh i think i was about to say i did i've never heard this song live but i think i have because i Actually, I did see the uh, the reunion. Ninety nine, right? Yeah, tour. Yeah. Wow. So cool. But sad thing about that is that I really hadn't heard very much of the band at that point, so I, I, it sort of was lost. Yeah. You know, lost upon me, unfortunately. Um, but that happens, you know. I saw Heaven and Hell live. One of my favorite uh, DVDs of all time is their DVD from Radio City Music Hall, and it was the same set. But I don't have memories from this gig, sadly, because mm. you know I wasn't that into it then, and also Judas Priest. Uh, when I saw them live, I uh, love Judas Priest now, but uh, it was like, you know, cool that they're playing. That was about it. You know, and, yeah. I, I w- that was so- and I was older then than you were 99 as well. So, you know, it's, mm. you, I guess you got to be prepared for, for a show to fully take it in, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that was sort of the case there because there, there's, some, there's so much stuff. I mean, th- this particular gig, they didn't do Strange in a Strange Land because they dropped that pretty early on in the mm. set. But just the fact that it's the, that tour now, I wish I could go back in time and just relive that bit, that tour, that, that gig, just because I, I obviously enjoy it a lot more now. Yeah, but we will make an arrangement. I've said before that I want to do an offshoot on that particular set list anyway, Yeah. because yeah. It's, it was such a cool set list, one of their absolute yeah. coolest they've done. Also, another yeah. one I would rank up there was the Axel's first gig, which Eric attended mm-hmm. in Gothenburg. That was also a very cool set list, but it didn't include today's song, Killers, which is no, a bit it didn't. It's weird. It's a bit, why? You know, why not? They did another live. Yeah, I would have switched. I would have probably switched. To, I I like Killers more than Another Life. I'll say that. So yeah, I like them both. But I, I, Killers, you know, we did our cover set with uh, what is now called Infinite Maiden, which was the Maiden A to Z cover band at first, because everyone but uh, the vocalist had been on the show. And uh, mm. I, one of my things was like, we have to play Killers, uh, you know, full stop. Yeah, it must be played. Yeah, yeah, Killers, yeah. Killers, Phantom of the Opera, Evil Dead, and Do. I think were sort of my. Uh, uh, requirements to, to do that and love playing the song it's a lot of fun to play uh, there's that little thing that dave does which i think is quite inventive almost tom morello-ish when he's mm-hmm. sliding up sliding up the natural harmonics so he's slightly yeah, touching yeah, the yeah, yeah the, along the neck it's very inventive and for yeah. 81 it is very you know, yeah in the, in the 90s people we're really experimenting with which noises you can get your guitar to make, but 81, yeah. not so much, you know? Yeah, and they never really revisited that technique as well. Like, no. I, I don't, I can't like figure out another Maiden song with that thing in it. Like, it's, it's just for killers. It's, uh, it's quite fun. Yeah, mm. but actually it's, it's hard to apply it, I guess. I think it's a perfect way to apply that technique uh, like yeah it's, uh, it's I, a I, part I, of the riff it you know it's it's a natural part of the riff yeah. 
Someone yeah. said it's uh, mimicking the sound of knives stabs, knives stabbing, but I can't hear that. You know, it doesn't sound nah. like knife stabbing to me. It just sounds very cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's certain people who probably do think the sound of knives, knife stabbing is Well, well is the, cool, the subject uh, matter of the song as well, you know. I've never stabbed anyone before. I wouldn't know. <laughs> right. It's right. <laughs> the same like uh, Henrik, who didn't, he, he didn't get any sex when he was in prison, and he doesn't know why. Yeah. Anyway. I haven't stabbed anyone. I, I wouldn't know. It sounds like it could possibly be a Steve Harris lyric. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. We, we're not going to do too. all that again, but uh, yeah. for, for, for Axel, yeah, we've been talking a lot about... Um, Steve Harris's uh, sort of uh, lyrics in the beginning, uh, how they often concern uh, doing, uh, what, what, what did I say, possibly non-applaudable things to women. Yeah, yeah, yeah was, that's uh, very strange. It is, right? it is a weird, I, I, don't, I like, uh, I mean, yeah, there's like sexploitation films from the 70s and stuff, and there's like things that are sort of, in quotation marks, cool, and, mm, you yeah. know, uh, with a lot of like explicit violence like uh, on women which is but i don't know but it's it's weird I, it is a strange theme but i don't know maybe yeah, it was a sign of the times it was the most like you know violent sort of dark theme you could yeah. come up with or something it was very forbidden i like Right. figure at least yeah i was listening yeah. to uh mid 70s deep purple the other week uh, live version i think it's called uh, fox wings or something like that it's with tommy bowling mm. as well so it's not even with blackmore which is interesting tommy bowling was mm. a great guitar player but uh, in that one he's like oh this is a song about a lady who sells herself uh, yeah all <laughs> the songs were in the late 70s yeah. and early yeah. 80s i mean we started this podcast with 22 acacia avenue and it was yeah. such a big oh, trend yeah. to do that. So I think that's more more likely the reason than Steve Harris having very dark fantasies. I think it's more likely yeah. just like the culture. B big, yeah, it provokes. Yeah. yeah. Did you two do um, burning? Um, you did burning ambition as well, didn't you? I've done that. Yeah. But they're, yep. they're a bit more innocent, are they? You know, yeah. Like, uh, get out of my way, way, woman, because thing. I've yeah. got plans. Yeah. That, that's not, endearing. Not overly I, violent. I find it anyway. Yeah. It's yeah. Quite endearing. Now the other, the other we've talked about this sort of his you know these sort of songs, this kind of subject matter before, a lot of those seem to be more of the angle that the person who the song is about or the person, you know, where the song from the songs, who the song's objective is, seems to be sort of falsely accused of stuff. And this one does seem, however, pretty open and shut that the guy's yeah, right. doing it. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we could get into the lyrics. Uh, they're like, yeah. they're very basic and uh, I guess brutal, but also a little bit fun to, to look through some way. Well, right. I was just going to say, hy hypothetical scenario. Uh -huh. uh, let's say, like, in the, before, like, next episode comes out, it sort of becomes known that I've, like, I've, like, I've been a serial killer for, like, ten years, and I've killed, like, you know, a whole plethora of homeless people. Do you keep doing the podcast? Uh, is that <laughs> yeah? Why not? To, is that directed to me? Or? Okay, wait, wait. Yeah, to, yeah, to you. But also, it also becomes very widely known in the press that before I kill them, I, I, I say school from the north. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> that's like a passion you know then i guess you know yeah, i don't, I don't know we talked about you, you... The, before the mics went hot as as you say or as they say <laughs> yeah. uh, we talked about the the finnish uh, morbid humor which i'm a huge yeah. fan oh. of I, mean, I connected with the brink brothers through this as well like i mean come on it's very cozy to talk about death 
to me yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is yeah yeah so, yeah yeah but of i mean, I mean would, you, would you would you would you take a week off if i was like there's gonna be documentaries about me that's <sighs> the level i'm doing this <laughs> i mean it's it's just good pr for the podcast isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. i mean it's, it sounds weird to say but i guess i would would i would forgive you and i would continue podcasting with you anyway which is strange oh, but, yeah, I, I mean i don't i don't i don't know that i'd be allowed <laughs> to keep going but yes <laughs> yeah well it depends right, on like who you murdered really like that makes oh, yeah, I think I, that's how you look at it. Ah, well, what yeah. if I just did like a cross section of like every kind of? It's like completely random. It just it's all over the place. Supposed to be random. homeless people, yeah. and that, that's you know maybe not uh, the most killable. <laughs> I would say. No, I think I yeah. just I just sort of you know it's it depends what I'm I'm I, well I don't know. <laughs> if you were to if you were to go to jail in Norway, you'd probably be all right, wouldn't you? You know, yeah, when Finnish jail know is they're... nice too. Finnish jail is nice yeah. too. We got all good jail. Like when um, here. when uh, Varg got locked up, he. You know, he, he was able to record music from jail. Yeah, Jun uh, yeah, yeah. in, in dissection as well. Jun was also working with yeah. prison. So I guess you could podcast. I don't yeah, know. You're going to do it in Norway. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. you could do it here too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like visit each other on every Sunday and record a podcast like through the yeah. glass or something. You know. Do you get enough time <laughs> for that? How long are these? I'll, I'll what try. was the name? Conjugal visit? What is the? But also, the conjugal visit is not what we're going to be doing. You know what that means, right? Because that's that's, oh, that's that would be us having sex. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but it will, it will be intimate yeah. in another way. Yeah. And exactly. also, I'll say that uh, yeah. So I might maybe if I do get like those kind of visits, I wouldn't necessarily waste those visits on doing this with you. No offense. <laughs> but, <laughs> what? You wouldn't? So it's you quitting the podcast now. I it thought isn't we were like, going to the uh, Bahamas, well, Eric. I thought we were going without your girlfriend. We're going to Bahamas, but, if I, but if I'm locked away in prison. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, just Erika, you were supposed to go with Eric Arica to, to the Bahamas. Right, yeah. Well, here's what we're going to do then. I'm just going to go ahead and not kill a bunch of people. <laughs> we'll just not have to worry That's about it. That's a solid this. plan. You walk through the subway, his eyes burn a hole in your back. Got the lyrics up here. It starts with yeah. "You walk through the subway." I like that start. I like songs that start with setting a scene. Clearly, mm. no, like yeah. no use for metaphors this early on. No use. Just give me a scene. I like that, and uh, don't give me details either. Just walk through the subway. Perfect start. So I really yeah. dig that first line. His eyes burn a hole in your back. That's pretty cool too. Uh, you know, most people could probably understand that feeling. You know, you've been walking home from from the bar late at night. Maybe you're a bit yeah. younger, and you feel like shit. Uh, I hear footsteps behind me, or and you you could feel those yep. the burn from mm -hmm. the eyes behind you. So, uh, good way to set up the song. I br I briefly like flirted with the idea that the lyrics were actually like ri written from the perspective of Eddie, but then if you go a bit further down, then like the guy does actually feel a bit of remorse about what he's done. I thought I actually mm. no, it might Eddie be might be that, a bloke no. acting a bit weird, you know. <laughs> you know? It. <laughs> but it you know what what like we talked about uh, like killing uh, homeless people, and yep. uh, of course I think about American Psycho. And oh, I love that. Right. Like, right. Yeah, and 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 but here's my analysis. You know, uh, like the first verse, it's in third person. Yeah. Like yep. a footstep behind you. He lunches prepared for attack. But the mm -hmm. rest of the song is first person, and that's a bit like in 
in American Psycho, like if you read the book, like yeah. the last chapter is in third person while everything else and is in, in first mm. person because like the violence is just so gory or something that it's like he exits himself or something. And mm. I don't know, uh, I, I, like, is it a, just a mistake or is it... Well, no, I think that... Like, what's the point with the perspective shift? That, that, that about this. Yeah, no, that, that tends to come up a, a fair bit in Maiden Lyrics. Like, you, you're actually... Were you talking about it in no, even uh, last week. Judgment of Heaven? Yeah, how it kept alternating between like first and third person. Yeah, it, it does tend to yeah. come up. Yeah, uh, and also for me, I've done that purposely, I guess you could say, or like I've I've actually superimposed that on some of my lyrics because I just feel it's cool that it changes. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Eric, you had something on your mind on that too. So yeah. So my thing was just uh, was just uh, what we talked about last week about the fact that when he gets into Steve gets into subject matter that or bits that I guess might be a little sort of hard to, to uh, sort of uh, to, to to talk about, he sort of removes himself and starts referring to himself either as one or he or he externalizes it more. And that yeah. that goes with uh, with Axel's the theory then a little bit. Yeah. Uh, even yeah. even on the yeah, exactly, cycle there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I read. Um, I, I recently I read a book. Um, from a, well, quite an old book now, uh, written by a World World War One soldier about, um, what he did in the trenches and if he did anything really, um, which he felt was really awful, he would put it in the third person too. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And that that was wow. real life, you know. But yeah. Yeah. Right. Maybe there is something there. Maybe it's just realistic or something. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Right. The the explicit vi like description of explicit violence is really only yeah like third uh, his, his bloodlust defies all his needs his yeah. not mine you know but then of yeah, course exactly. towards the end you have oh no I've done it again you know yeah, yeah. God yeah. help me what have I done <laughs> which you know the the switch to I works pretty well with that uh, oh God help me what have I done thing like in that verse yeah. it's actually realizing okay it's it's me doing this and his doctor says he's done it before. That's another song. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's a fun line. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was Henrik, Henrik that came up with that, like the headline. His doctor says he's done it before in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. There's one lyric, um, the mocking religion of hatred that burns in the night. I mean, I don't well, know. Do also a cool one. Yeah. Is he doing it out of kind of like religious duty, do you think? Or um, like when, when he gets into that um, mm. mindset, you know, is it like a religious kind of experience for the guy to yeah? To it kill? must be yeah. like yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. And then and then when he yeah, has a moment of clarity, yeah. he'll come around and be like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" Type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hmm. mocking religion because yeah. you know, yeah, and excitement shakes me. Uh, oh, like yeah. I don't know, it it sounds almost like religious yeah, in a way. Or, for me, that's the yeah. most, uh, I guess, quote unquote, graphic part of the song. Excitement yeah, shakes is. me. It, that's yeah. uh, the darkest part of it. Like he's enjoying this shit. <laughs> he's actually yeah. enjoying. And this, it's almost know? like sexual in a way. Like if you want to really like twist your brain mm. into dark yeah. territories, and and uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, yeah, well, definitely. I mean, the the whole true crime hype, you know, uh, we're podcasters, yeah. so we, I guess, know about that. You know, it's very uh, common. And uh, I think South Park pretty much hit the nail on the head when they say, called it informative murder porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's what it is. You know, and it they always is, come yes. kind of together. It's just, you know, about doing things to someone, uh, someone else's body, you know. Yeah. I say the religion thing here is because, you know, besides the... Uh, 
you know, the, the mocking religion of hatred bit, there's also my faith in believing is stronger than lifelines and ties, which mm, also yeah. sort of imply some sort of, you know, perhaps on some kind of, you know, holy mission or, so, or th- yeah. thinking that maybe yeah. is, you know, and, I, and, you know, a lot of these people who do these kind of things in real life tend to sort of think they're, you know, they're, they're acting on behalf of some kind oh, of yeah, yeah. higher purpose. That's usually, yeah. that often is the case. That's probably at, least movies, just, at least in movies like Saw and I'll, Seven. I'll, I'll, you know. Yeah, but a lot, yeah. a lot of them do kind of like, uh, ha, ha, you know, you know. Well, maybe. That's because yeah. I think it's a way to sort of, again, sort of externalize and make it not something you chose to do. Yeah, I mean, totally. Yeah, right. It almost makes like, sense. I mean, I personally think that the Earth could do with fewer human beings on it. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I yeah. just don't, I don't want to kill them, though. <laughs> no, that's, so yeah, I draw the line there. So, so, so what I should take from this is you want me to kill them, and that's how the star since your fault. Uh, now. Well, you asked me before, and I did give <laughs> right, you. Anyway, bye bye. Sort, <laughs> sort of give you the blessing, Eric. Sort of, I guess. You know. Okay. Well, yeah, this, is, this, this, this is this is getting this, recorded this, and okay. put online as yes, well. I was say, this is this is the kind of thing that's going to show up in court transcript yeah, at some exactly. point. So yeah. This is official <laughs> stuff, so I, I can't give you more of a blessing than the sort of blessing. I it, guess. Right, okay, I'll yeah. just do a, a sort of a judicial uh, side note here. Everything we say may or may not be true before <laughs> this or after. <laughs> I think yeah, we're yeah. safe now. All impersonations yes. are fi- fiction. That's a, there's like that old uh, co- uh, t- police show called Dragnet, which is sort of loosely based on real cases. So they'd, they, say, they say that it is based on real cases, and they'd say, then the thing, the following is based on actual blah, blah. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> yeah. Very uh, uh, cool stuff. I was looking at a clip from a guy named Jonathan, like me, uh, from, I think the show is like, Believe It or Not or something. And, oh, Jonathan Frakes? Yeah. And he's just going, oh, we, we that, made that up. A guy That's named fiction. Jonathan, Jesus Christ. We made that up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not that familiar, but I like the clip. Yeah. American, must be American, right? Yeah, he, he's also very infamous from Star Trek, so yeah. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. Plays, plays William Riker in Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah, I don't know if you know Eric, uh, no, Dan and Axel, but uh, Eric is a huge Star Trek guy. Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm aware, yeah. <laughs> yeah I had, a, had, a, had a podcast as well, right? We do have it. It's still sort of it's uh, sort of uh, in, a, in a coma, but it will probably wake up at some point this spring. Mm. Well, it's good for me that you got some time on your hands. Recently, we've begun yeah. editing every other episode. Super yeah. nice for me. Like it's a perfect weight. It was a little bit overweight sometimes before doing every single episode. Yeah. Well, now now it's it's uh, so we'll, oh, great. we'll keep it's doing great. that. Yeah. yeah. So let's. Um, oh, I've got, I've got one more point actually. Right before lyrics, that. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right before that lyric about religion, he does refer to the victims as being innocent. Mm, yeah. So even yeah. even when he's in that killer mode, he does acknowledge that the people are innocent, and you no, know, he's doing it for fun, really. Yeah. 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 Mm. I would say what I like about the lyrics, it sort of goes in line with that first line, you walk through the subway, and also the second line, his eyes burn a hole in your back, that it's all very much uh, sort of vivid lyrically. Yeah, yeah. It it paints pictures, um, which I dig, you know. It's uh, the glimmer of metal is a great one too. They're they're saying metal, and this is 81, so it wasn't even that established. Uh, uh, But they're saying metal in a metal song, and also you can see the knife, and you can see the knife glimmering. Uh, actually these lyrics are very good without being poetic you know they're not terribly poetic but uh, really painting pictures they are naive they're they're written by a young bloke you know yeah yeah but and it's it's early heavy metal and it's uh i don't know it's could it be written today and released with uh the same sort of uh 
I don't know, it would be seen as problematic, probably, but uh, it it is a good maybe, song. Yeah, and and it, I think I think they're like, yeah, they na- they're naive and nice and just very heavy metal. Yeah. Yeah. I put out a little challenge before uh, in, in terms of listening to the original lyrics, uh, which right. were sung oh, in the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We, we, we might want to do music first, and then we do that. After, okay. Yeah. I think. Musically, yeah. we already mentioned the... Um, the um, harmonic slide on the guitar, which uh, any uh, any listener geez. can hear right now. And uh, then we have that pretty fast gallop, and one of the earlier gallops in the band. yeah. Yeah, mm, I remember yep. Maiden Potten talked about that. What, what, what was the first Gallop uh, Trooper Run to the Hills? Uh, this might be it. It's a very early galloping yeah. tune yeah. and super fast tempo. When I practice it, I realize, oof, yeah, you can't be lazing out this one. You can't phone it in. You have to really, no, like, no. even on the rhythm guitar, which is much more of a strong suit for me than lead guitar, I had no to. No way they could play it at that <laughs> tempo now. No way. Ah, well, I guess they could, but I don't think they would want to. You know. no. Nah, it's almost like thrash metal-y or something mm-hmm. in a way. It's really yeah, technical. Yeah, yeah. No, I genuinely don't think Nico would be able to keep up with it anymore. Maybe not. Maybe, Maybe not. I mean, uh, we can talk about drums a little bit. We got a drummer in today. Yeah, Clive Burr. Yeah. No, we haven't no. got Clive Burr. <laughs> We've got the spirit of Clive Burr in the room. No, no one could actually. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, R.I.P. to him. A great drummer, yeah. and his drumming yeah. in this song is, to me anyway, truly artistic. Like the way oh, he yeah, feels yeah, yeah. and the way he like in the verse you have the da 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 and he he almost yeah. plays a drum melody on that. <laughs> it's yeah. not even a beat. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, second, second, he knows second. this song so well. Like yeah. I never doubt that anything's gonna happen in the drum section. You know, it's just so. He, I know he's got it, you know, it's so mm. secure and every, like, yeah, he, he, it's flawless. It is flawless drumming. Another of our drumming guests, uh, Henrik, talked about, um, wow, oh shit, what was that again? I lost my train of thought a little bit, but uh, it was something about um, Clive's interpretation. Yeah, now I remember. Mm. Uh, the first album, apparently he had been in the band for months only, if even. Mm. So the first okay. Iron Maiden record, you, you hear more straight beats more like you know just mm-hmm. trying to hold the fort uh, yeah. and and uh, subsequently live those songs got more flourishes in them but on mm-hmm. on killers you got martin birch in the fold and uh, mm-hmm. it seems like he's well in the band at this point clive mm-hmm. that is and uh, yeah. one of one of my favorite drum tracks uh, the the whole album actually i think it's quite inventive too like he's he's, he's yeah. sort of tapping into steve's uh, uh, eccentric sides and, and, yeah. and doing something on the drums that work with that and you know miraculously even nico could do that so two drummers could play steve's weird songs but and you know yeah. it's, it's it's a tough battle who's the better i i love them both and, you know yeah and the drumming in the the part where the guitar harmonies are in the middle of the song like where it's just yeah. on the snare that's just like which metal drummer comes up with that it's not mm-hmm. yeah it's it's not a pattern, but it's like a fill. I don't know. It's it's really creative. Yeah, exactly. Mm. 
And that part, I think one of the guitarists, I'm probably looking at Dave here, is playing very pitchy on that part. It's very mm. sharp, yeah. It's very I noticed sharp. that when we play that song, like, okay, yeah, this is how it maybe should have sounded <laughs> that part. <laughs> <laughs> It is the bend. It's hard to bend like in yeah. harmonies, you know. Right. Yeah, and yeah. they were so young, at least, like I don't know. But it it sounds kind of cool, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I like Dave's pitchiness in the beginning. He's pitchy yeah. all over the first two albums, and uh, I quite dig it, you know. But I guess that's a little bit of a, the punk in me or something. That it's cool yeah, that people exactly. just go forward loudly at that, loudly, and they don't even do it correctly. Yeah. I like it. You know? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's a cool thing. <laughs> Who's playing the um? Oh, well, I'm guessing it would be Adrian playing the opening, like arpeggio during the intro. Then. Yep. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. I, I, I like never, that. I never thought myself that, and now when I cover it, I play Dave, so I do the the trill. Yeah. And synchronize the the hits with the vocals, and that's also a thing to touch on musically. That I think this intro is. Yeah, I'm not gonna go for a more inventive word than killer. It's a killer intro. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's just uh, fucking cool. fell in love with this intro the first time i heard the song like it was same, like same. i only listened to it for the intro it was like so it has to have some sort of vibe like uh, yeah. yeah it is a great it's a yeah. great intro perfect time to have adrian smith in your band as well because i'm pretty sure he oh, arranged yeah, yeah. Um, thing the arpeggio going in the background mm. which is completely like uh, i guess uh, further develops the the pretty basic bass line but yeah. I loved that mm-hmm. bass line as a kid. My first intr- instrument was a bass, but then I wanted to write songs. So I thought I might add two, two strings here, uh, which I'm happy I did. <laughs> I'm actually happy I did. Uh, but uh, yeah. but uh, I, I used to play Killers. It was one of the first riffs I ever taught myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of a disco beat uh, bass riff, which is cool too. You know, again, yeah. that, w- that was the era of disco and punk. And you have both in this song to some extent. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like uh, I was made for loving you, but yeah, mm. like more metal, like sixteenths, just straight through. Yep, e minor, um, Barracuda yep. by Heart. Do you know oh, that yeah. one? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 exactly. Yeah. Uh, musically, the song also changes key uh, quite a bit from here yeah. to there. Uh, like the what is that part before the solo? It ends with. Uh, to foresee, see, see, but before. Oh, that, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. How does it start? Yeah. Like, uh, da, da, da. Yeah. yeah, they completely change key yeah. for that. You know, they're, they're on F 
they're not often on F, but they're shagging F. They're they're not, they? Yeah, and the song is in E. Well, I guess, yeah, you know, and someone's good. doing like a harmony vocal thing in the background in that part as well. Right. Who, right. Whose voice is whose voice is it? Uh, if I know Birch, correct. I don't know. I think if I know Birch, it's probably another Paul on the album. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That would be yeah. his mo- normal modus operandi to just double the the actual singer. Probably be Diano, I reckon. Yeah, I think so. Can't imagine yeah. being anyone else in the band. But it's a really different voice, though. It's like falsetto or hmm. like really in the throat. Yeah like a, a really right. high sort of mm. light voice it's hmm. maybe it is paul yeah yeah I I mean, I guess it could sing falsetto, and the only other member, like non-singing member, I know that has done that in Maiden would be Dennis Stratton, and he obviously wasn't on here. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he does exactly, that in yeah. in Phantom of the Opera. I think it's a bit of his voice. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. queen yeah. thing. Yeah, the queen his queen thing. ambitions. The debated yeah. queen yeah. ambitions. Yeah, and in, yeah. In, in Running Free, he's probably in there too. I'm running free, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. No, I mean, I know, I know, you know, in live situations, Adrian. Uh, has been known to sort of get on the back and vocals there, but I guess he's never really has on any recording. Right? Uh, Wasted Years is completely him. You can find the Oh, yeah, track. yeah, you can hear him on yeah, that. That's yeah. True. yeah, that's true. That's true, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. So- I think I mentioned before that his voice to me has zero star quality, and I'm a huge fan mm. of of him. I love Adrian Smith, but his voice it just doesn't sound like a, a star. No, it, it's a good think, voice, yeah. but it's not a yeah. unique voice, you know. Yeah, it's almost like more serviceable on pitch, on time, but you know, lacking in expression. Mm. I think yeah. it works perfect for when he, you know, for what he what he uses it for in the band. I'd say that. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Great backing vocals. And, and you, you, you could really tell on the, uh, in the period when he wasn't in the band, and they were trying to do things like "Can I Play Madness," and that did not sound oh, yeah, did not yeah. sound good. They even <laughs> had to have they had a mic for Yannick for a short bit there. Better watch Whoa. out. <laughs> Better <Yeah>. watch out. <laughs> Anyone can like, do that vocal line. The best <laughs> backing vocals in the world. Do you sing anything, Axel, in recordings and in composition and that kind of stuff? Yeah, I do. I, I sing quite a lot, but uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I make music and sing myself and just, yeah, like synth poppy stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, because I've heard some vocal tracks by um, Dan as well. So you yeah, I, I like to do it a fair bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oft, often around the house, or if I'm, uh, you know, out on a dog walk and there's no one around, I'll have a quick belt out. Yeah. But uh, yeah. What about the shower? Any shower singing? Yeah. Well, no, I'm too worried about the neighbors hearing me. You know, <laughs> yeah, in fact, I, I got. In fact, I got talking to them in the garden the other day, and uh-huh. I hadn't actually spoken them for for a while. And like the woman Maria said, like, "Oh, heard you singing the other day." Like, "Oh, fuck off!" You know. Like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you yeah, weren't you meant to hear that." that. I agree. <laughs> you don't want that. Like that's yeah. almost in- intrusive. Very on tuneful. You. Oh, uh, oh, but that's God. good. Uh, I would agree yeah. with that. You're quite tuneful. Uh, I got a new well. neighbor uh, just like last month. And uh, I walked in with a guitar case first time I met him. And I thought, oh, shit, now mm-hmm. he's going to be on to me for noise complaints. But mm-hmm. last yeah. time I saw him, he had a guitar case. Oh, yes. cool. Perfect. A brother in arms. You know? mm. Yeah. That lady transpired. It was your guitar case. And he robbed you. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> and he murdered me as well. <laughs> so, so, you, so there'll be a thing like now, where like, oh, my God, Jonathan was a ghost all this time. Yeah. The ghost of Jonathan Edlin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't like I don't like even when like if, if I'm playing if I'm playing guitar I don't sing but if I'm playing guitar and whatnot or anything and someone who's who you didn't know was there comments on it you feel I, I don't like be feeling watched in that way yeah uh, yeah I get you uh, that's what I'm, I'm very untalented as a singer but uh, I, I use it more and more actually this podcast helped me a lot because now I'm way more familiar with my own voice which makes it, it deletes a threshold that I had before mm. of that kind of uh, I guess uh embarrassing part is lost now it's yeah. gone for me I, I can just yeah. add vocals and i love doing it when i write because i think if you write music that is supposed to be sung you must sing when you write mm. it uh, but okay yeah. there are exceptions there are exceptions you can do it well too if you if you like write these songs that lend themselves very well to other singers you can do that but for me mm. personally i think it made my songs more uh, interesting and better when i when i try and sing yeah. as i do them then if i'm the voice on the final record Probably not, yeah. But it's it's mm. a nice instrument to use. Right after the Adrian solo, before the final verse, there's one little harmony for about um, only for about five seconds. But right. I would love yeah, to. Yeah. I would love to hear more of that. I thought it's such a good little harmony. Like I don't know, if it'd be great if they were to repeat that. Um, the way. So I've Adrian made a mark solo. at at three three thirty five. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, Does this yeah. work? Do you hear me? It works. Yeah, well. we can hear yeah. you. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I was just asking Dan if there was something more musically. He mentioned the harmony at the end of Adrian solo. Which yeah, I'm, posit- a tiny I, I'm positive harmony. it's another Adrian. Dave never did yeah, this probably. live, but uh, I actually tried to do this when we play the song uh, together mm. with Christian. But the thing mm. is that what happens underneath in the in the rhythm guitar is quite important because it's a change compared to the rest of the solo. So mm. I ended up doing the rhythm straight up, and maybe Dave was thinking the same. But uh, mm. I agree with you that the harmony is really cool. It reminds me of a lot of way later metal, like yeah. uh, bands like In Flames or similar mm. uh, uh, cool way to end the solo and uh, 
also a very nice solo part. You know, yeah. they go straight back to back, but with different keys. I think. Yeah. I think it's different yeah. key signatures. Anyway, I play the Dave solo, and that's all in E. But I, I think it's something different in there because when I go to rhythm, it's that riff. The which I guess the the notes are in E, but it's almost like G major type thing. And then at the end you go for B, C, D, which really yeah. leads you into the final verse. It, we, it kicks in right after the solos too, which I like. Mm. There's no there's no of that uh, harmony knife stab sound effect. You just go straight in there. No, also on the uh, Dave uh, solo. Um, I'm, I mean it's a, a typical kind of like Dave solo anyway. But the yep. but the tone like he normally has a very kind of like warm like buttery tone, but um. It's harsher, on, yeah. On, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot more um, kind of grit to it, which yeah. you, you don't often don't often find with Dave Murray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a fun solo to play. Uh, it took me a while, especially at the beginning of it, because he's doing some trills there that are really fast. So I had to yeah. interpret that. You know, it's at the point where you're not gonna you're not gonna do it by the book. It's too mm. fast. So yeah. you're just gonna, no. I'll invent a way to do this. But then, of course, you have to have all the key licks. There's a little sweep in there, which is really nice. An easy one to do. I can't sweep, but I can do that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the pick, not the left hand. (laughs) Yeah, and also just one way. It's not a sweep going up and down, but it's a one-way sweep on E minor. And then also the little lick after is not even in E minor. He applies different tones there. Mm. Probably not knowing that he's doing that, but yeah. Cool stuff. Now, uh, question... uh uh for you during the sort of infinite maiden rehearsals or during that whole process which solo was the hardest for you to learn um the beginning of killers was tough fast uh and also uh, uh some stuff in power slave because all those notes are essential you can't really cop out on that one so that yeah. was a bit of a tougher one uh now we're doing number of the beast for next gig and that's a tough oh, one cool. too that's hard you know it's beyond my capabilities but uh you know, I, I've I've talked him into having me in the band, so. <laughs> well, also, you put together the band, didn't right? You? Yeah, yeah. But originally, I wanted to have another Murray and just oversee the operations, but I couldn't resist playing. You know, I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, I thought, Christian I thought, I thought. has been very supportive of me playing, and he's a world class guitarist. He's really good, intimidating, intimidating the level he's playing. Mm. So uh, it's like safe hands. We've all been music teachers as well, so the communication is super good. Ah, yeah. oh, nice. Yeah, it's very well, nice. Well, if he had another guitarist, it'd be a Yannick, wouldn't he? Or would you take over the, the Yannick role? Uh, if we had a third guitarist, it would be <laughs> Erica, definitely. Right. Yeah, because we started in this podcast, and Eric is a good guitar player. Hmm. I, I, at some point, I'd like to learn. I mean, we'll pick a song or two where yeah. I can jump on. I mean, like some, some millennia stuff, like Blood Brothers would be cool to do. That'd be fun. But then I would probably give Christian those heroic leads, because they need to be yeah, nice. Yeah, I think I'm also... <laughs> I'm also because as soon as you said that, I got nervous, and then you said the Christian thing. I was like, "Yes, that, that's how we're doing it." That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, don't push it. <laughs> don't push it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we went pretty much through it. We didn't listen much to it. For me, I, I don't need to because this song I really have in my memory. Uh, do you guys need yeah. any jogging of it, or uh, do you think we can no. sort of? Uh, I think we got it. Get yeah, it down. like I have one note that mm-hmm. i don't think anyone said but it's um like the verses they don't really have a melody do they it's more None. just pure expression you know right and, yeah. and it's fun like it's hard to sing like along to the song you just have to imitate really quite percussive you know 
but uh, growing up listening to thrash metal, uh, yeah, you're, no, stra- you're no stranger to that, you know. And, no. But I remember Sara, our singer, because uh, she's very good at singing, very, mm. her pitch and vibrato, strong suits. Mm. So she was a bit worried, worried about those Pauliano songs. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like, uh, what can I do here? I yeah, think exactly. she struggled way more with Phantom of the Opera, though. That was a struggle for her. Uh, it was pretty much a favor of her to do it, because all of us love it. But mm. uh, Killers uh, somehow worked. I told her on our first and only rehearsal that that was one of her better numbers, actually. Because hmm. she has the banshee voice, you know, like kind of a, I don't know, witch voice or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that yeah. works too for the, the kind of percussive. You don't have to have a, a, a very masculine voice to do nah. that. Yeah. True. Yeah. Many ways to do it. I mean, yeah, she, she is. She was amazing. That was, that. she blew me away. Great singer. I mean, because I, 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 I mean, the, the reason the rest of you guys didn't, I, I know what you guys can do. Mm-hmm. And I can just see, just that usually the tall order for a maiden cover band is, is uh, vocals. Yeah, vocals because you know yeah. there's only one fucking Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, I would yeah. say drums and too, actually, but I've just been fortunate. Yeah, I've yeah, been sure. very yeah, fortunate I mean, I, I, with drummers, and I, I I love this part of my life. I'm so happy that I met good drummers. Yeah, there, there, there is yeah. oxygen to a guitarist. It really is. Yeah, you need them. Yeah. Also, let me let me just, just, just disclaimer. I'm not trying to take any. I don't want. To, I didn't mean that sort of put anything else down. Just the fact that I think your vocals tend to be sort of. Uh, in, in any kind of cover band situation where it can kind of make or break it. Really. Yeah, yeah, no, totally, yeah. totally, yeah. totally. And yeah. she doesn't have the same timbre, of course, different sex no, to begin no. with. So you have to invent your own singing in these songs, which is not easy. You know, ask Blaze Bailey. It's yeah. not easy. It's a tough one yeah. to do. Footstep behind you, he loved his track did again uh, axel i want to ask you how come you picked this one it was one more song it was number of the beast and it was this one is it because it's the cool street era i think uh, it's or? a cool street era yeah it's yeah. something about the energy something about the danger and the intro with the falsettos by by paul and like everything it's it's yeah. menacing and and dangerous and punky and cool it, it's uh, like skinny jeans yeah, and, and jeans, there's no song like it. Like Maiden mm-hmm. doesn't have another killers. It's nope. It is just this one in a way. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. And uh, like you, immediate uh, turn on for me this track. Yeah, I've yeah. never ever listened to Killers without enjoying it. Nah, and th- you know that goes for other Maiden tracks that I you know couldn't get at first or whatever, yeah. or lost touch with uh, subsequently. But this one, no, perfect song for me. Yeah, and unique. Very unique. It's, it's weird that yeah, for for me it did take a little while. I don't I don't really know why. Uh, it just did when it initially happened. Um, hmm. uh, but yeah, and you know, but not, I mean, not too long. It's not it's not. Like, but uh, I think that might have been just due to the fact that when I started listening to them, I had again sort of the, the older kids were kind of like, oh, you're not really supposed to like those albums because it's not the real singer yeah. on those ones. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. It yeah. happened for all so of us. Kind of like, yeah. And, you know, and those guys are idiots, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, gatekeeping is not necessary. Uh, there nah. shouldn't be any gatekeepers out there. What did you call them in your podcast? Uh, rock police. <laughs> yeah, rock police, yeah. <laughs> the rock police <laughs> comes the guys. Uh, yeah, they're I mean, the worst. Uh, yeah, yeah, I will admit, yeah. I was also sensitive to that, to that as a kid. I was into Inflames quite heavily when I was 15, yeah. 16. Not and okay. Some, some, some older metal guys told me, nah, you can't listen to those. 
Don't. No, you get, mm. no, no. If you gotta listen to death metal, you gotta choose the Stockholm side, like uh, uh, yeah, stuff some, like that. Maybe, maybe Tampa, they're guess, right yeah. though. But <laughs> I mean, no, in no. hindsight, I much prefer that. But yeah. also, as, as you discover music, I mean, come yeah, on, you have man, to let just people do listen it. Listen to whatever, like yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no guilty pleasures either. There's just pleasures. no, 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 no way. Yeah. yeah, that's also a thing. That's you know, sort of like I've, I think maybe I kind of entertained that kind of thing when I was a kid, just because you know you kind of you're, you, you as a Insecure, sort of when you're younger, yeah. maybe. But yeah. nowadays, you know, if you like something, just you know, I like if I like something, I like something. It doesn't matter what it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, even in the extreme yeah. case that I kind of enjoy liking stuff that others don't. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. it's kind of fun. <laughs> you yeah, know, at it this is point. fun. But uh, yeah. but as any yeah. other kid, yeah, insecurity came into play when I was younger, definitely, like mid-teens, that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, you're just trying to discover metal, and you're like, oh, what are the ru- the rules? Of yeah, this? exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I would say this song is a pretty good uh, rule of thumb song. Yep. Or for what heavy metal is, anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And even as you said, Axel, a little bit of the thrash in there. You know, yep. it's just like I couldn't imagine any of the guys down at Pub Anchor here in Stockholm, or you know, Fredas Mangel in Jakobsberg. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine any of those guys not liking Killers. Nah, nah. It's one of the it's one of those albums where you even get because I had a bunch of punk friends back in the day, and they like this too. Mm. I mean, you know, so it's it's sort of like so almost like it's the one out maiden album. Almost everyone tends to like, yep. you know. Um, yep. So yeah. So I guess what, where so, are we landing, Eric? Uh, this song is on the list because I wanted on. I, think, I yeah. wanted on the list. Uh, Axel, I don't know if it's, you've heard our episodes, but we have a list that we're compiling of, okay. of, of uh, the, the the top fifty Maiden songs according to us. Ah, it's not, okay. It's now like forty five songs on there already, and we're about halfway <laughs> in. Oh no! Yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah. We had our pyramid with the albums as well. Right. We yeah. worked on that for a while, but we settled settled for a final. Sort yeah. Of, I don't know why it's a pyramid because <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Like if you check, pyramids are cool. Yeah, pyramids because are pyramids very are cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah, f- for me, uh, it's not going to be no suspense because we have a rule also that is uh, is been debated whether or not that's even legit. But it's enough with one panel member adding a song. It's mm-hmm. going to be on there. But also it's content when we then have to refine the list towards yes. the end of this. That's but true. But yeah, I guess in short, Killers is on the list. Yeah. Indeed it is. Great song. Fantastic Amazing song. song. Oh, and I had one final thing on the song, the little okay. challenge. Yes. The, the song had oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, earlier, yeah. they had lyrics earlier. Uh, I asked oh, if yeah, anyone yeah, could yeah. try and transcribe them. I also tried a little bit myself and I found yeah. the transcription as well. So let's look at that for a bit. Okay. Dan, you want to take the lead? Yeah. So um, I looked at the performance from the Rainbow in 1980, um, Cordiano, of course, and um, yep. I'll do it in the melody of the vocal line. So mm-hmm. I've got, you fall in the sewer, you may call your friend Derek nice. <laughs> <laughs> you turn off the power to burn down the new candle bra. We will stay here if work is seven degrees. You will stop what? us, for London is living to me. I challenge you, Gina, for those who watch Little Steve. <laughs> you can't stop us. The killer is here in me. We won't let you. I'm looking for Arsenal to see. Arsenal. <laughs> All right. There's a bit of the, yeah. the culture coming in there. Yeah, yeah. That was that was genuinely what I heard. Yeah. And I um I got in touch with um Andrew De Bruy, who you've had on before. Yep. And I I said oh. to him like read this like and then listen to the track and then tell me what you hear. Yeah. He went, yeah, I know they're, they're pretty accurate. He had no idea what was going on either. You know, like <laughs> so yeah, there, there are, there are, yeah, those are the yeah. lyrics to Killers. 
Uh, like I'm, I'm glad they changed them up a bit for the recording. <laughs> right. The album. Right. I think that the, yeah, I mean, <laughs> these lyrics. Uh, oh, hang I, on. No, I've got continue, another funny continue. one. Um, yeah. Okay. okay, I'm gonna read it completely out of context. I'll beat you up, women, because I have the power in me. <laughs> we have found you. We have found you, and there is no place to run. You won't stop us because we have the power of one. I don't know. I mean, that won't be it, obviously, but that that was genuinely what I heard playing it back. That sounds a bit, yeah. yeah. I'll beat you up, women. <laughs> no, it's too like too, even too explicit for this song. Like too much yeah. on the nose. I don't know. Yeah, it is too on the nose. It's yeah. too realistic. You know, it's just yeah. yeah, no good. In fact, I'll quickly I'll copy and paste them, and then I'll put them on the little chat thing here. Uh, yeah. I'll put them on. The, I'll put them on the Instagram too. Why not? Yeah. Uh, did any one of you guys, Eric and Axel, did you check out the original lyrics? I have some points on them. I but... did not have time, unfortunately. No, I didn't. So I'm all ears. I'm just keen right, to right. learn. Yeah, mostly I wanted like uh, faulty uh, transcriptions. That would be the most fun. So I got I got my fix, but I, I did check them out myself and I listened to this, uh, uh, you know, years back. Yeah. Uh, but I but I also found this uh, this uh, forum, maidenfans.com. Mm never been there before mm. where there's a, like a transcription of this so uh, in, in their words or in their interpretation it's you fought in the street and you make all your claims every night you've oh. turned on the power to burn out the weak candlelight which i always heard caravan at the end of that line yeah you know, i heard bra, candle bra, bra. candle <laughs> bra right yeah <laughs> candle bra. i heard uh, like we caravan was what i heard we will stay here also, another uh, person, another pronoun there. We will stay here, pull up yourself, and you breathe. You won't okay, stop okay. us while London is looking to be, which I guess makes very little sense. London is looking None to be. whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> I challenge your kingdom of those oh, that you kingdom. want to succeed. I'll step on their bodies. I had Gina for that rather than kingdom. Gina. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gina. Gina. I challenge you, Gina. Are <laughs> uh, you, Gina? Yeah, yeah, like a person. <laughs> challenge your kingdom uh, of those that you want to succeed. I'll step on <laughs> their bodies and squeeze your holy one's bleed. <laughs> oh. It's great. Oh, I got we, that one word for word, actually. Yeah, we yeah. have found you, and now there is no place to run. So this goes closer to what mm. came to be. You won't stop us because we have the power as well. As well. So they double up on as well there.
what I think this is uh, is that it's a case of uh, uh, placeholder yeah. lyrics, like uh, improvisation. Yeah, yeah. When I write uh, lyrics, I often start with singing mm. without any words because I want the vowels to be musical. Yeah. So I start that way, yeah. and then I try to fit stuff in. I know that James Hetfield is doing it exactly like this. Uh, so he gets as many yeahs as a possible, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm actually glad it turned those way down in latter years. <laughs> you know, there was too much there in the nineties. Yeah. Like I, I once heard like it was the best meme in audio. Uh, it was someone who had compiled every James Hetfield yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. just like an audio too. file on SoundCloud, and that was it. And yeah. like. Yeah. All live gigs, all studio recordings, like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've, yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I, I played it back twice. It was so good. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of them. That's how I do lyrics. Anyway, I just uh-huh. sing. I just sing. And yeah. I know you, you you mentioned Devin Townsend just now, and uh, I was at this uh, VIP thing that I got through an old band with uh, Meshuggah here oh, in yeah. Stockholm. So I got to be on their sound check and stuff. And mm. we talked a little bit about Devin Townsend, and we talked about exactly that actually. That you know the way he composes, uh, uh, even the vocals is just straight out of uh, what what melodies or notes come into your head. Mm. They dictate the vowels, and yeah. the vowels dictate the lyrics to come later. Okay. Normally that's normally that's the way I work. I've done songs to uh, a poem as well. Like the singer in my band wrote something, and I I saw music or heard music in it. Mm. I love doing that, uh, but I haven't done it much. Three yeah. times maybe, you know. Just before I forget, uh, so m- many years ago, an acquaintance of mine uh, interviewed uh, James Hatfield for some sort of a site, and uh, they were gonna before they were gonna get going with the interview. So this bit wasn't recorded. Uh, they like uh, I think he was asking, this, "Can we sit over here? Does this work?" And he just was gonna say, "Yes, yeah, that's fine." But he sort of said, "Yeah," and, and yeah. my friend kind of got like that, that threw him off. He was like, "Oh my god," he said. It. <laughs> <laughs> Axel, are you into Metallica? I, I, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I listened to Master of Puppets just the other day, but it was for the first time in like 10 years or something. Phenomenal uh, record, I think. Yeah, it is a really good album. Good album. Uh, yeah. So yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm in the sort of team that regards Black Album as the first bad record. But uh, yeah, I, I, can, I can dig Metallica. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's like... Is, is Fear of the Dark, would that be Iron Maiden's Black Album? Or? Something like it, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I think it makes sense, yeah. Probably. Early 90s, yeah, yeah. good production, yeah. weak songs in parts. Exactly. Too many songs. <laughs> I think it's I mean, 12 I say, songs say, on I, Black I, Album. It's too yeah. many. 12 songs, yeah. I think maybe the Black, Black Album is, is slightly better than... Yeah, I mean, it it's is better. It, yeah. It's oh, yeah, got definitely. hits, but I don't like oh, yeah. them. It's They are boring. Uh, yeah. I, I love Nothing Else Matters. I will just come out and say, I think it's a great song. Uh, yeah. For whom? No, I love the Unforgiven. Unforgiven, I don't like so much, but uh, who, what's the other one? Uh, Wherever I'm Around? Yeah, a good one too. Uh, sad yeah. But True, come to like it when I got, when I got older. When I got yeah. older, I like Sad But True. I, I like the groove of it. You know. Yeah, it's <laughs> heavy. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a good album. I think I think the pro- I think the problem with that album is the same problem that with uh, another album came out at the same time. Uh, Nevermind by by Nirvana is that it's a fucking brilliant album, but it's it's so overplayed mm. that it's like, almost unlistenable at this point. If you're uh, if you're around our age, you you heard it to death back. Yeah, like there if I actually listened to Black Album now, I'd probably love it. But it's a principle to me. Like I know which team <laughs> I'm on. You know so. You're so, a gate uh, I'm just yourself. sticking to it, yeah. Yeah, like you put a gate up for yourself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like there are well, rules. There are rules are, in music. We are all allowed to do that. We're all allowed to give ourselves limitations. Not, yeah. just, not others, but ourselves. Sure. Yeah. No problem with that. And I guess in my limitations, Killers is always going to be on the green side. Mm? It's a great Indeed. track. Always loved it. Love it today. It's always fresh to me. Even when I get like tired, I get my maiden fatigue. Which happens more often because I'm doing this podcast. So it mm-hmm. happens more often now yeah, because I get a lot of Maiden fix. Yeah, sometimes I can't stand listening to our Maiden, but never applies to Killers for mm. some reason. Mm. You know, it's a lot of fresh energy in it. I don't know. What do you think, Eric? Why? Why is this so good? I don't know, man. It's um, I, I do agree. There's, there's some there's some other albums that no, no matter what, because I can be in like completely not sort of Maiden headspace. Like at the moment, I'm not. Re- I'm, I'm really I'm not sort of in a. I haven't been lately either. Place. But I can still listen to certain things. I'm still like, oh my god, this is so good. Mm. Um, yeah, this is one of them. I'd say, you know, Seven Sun is one of them. But there's just something I don't know. I, I, I mean, I guess the short version of that is I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, obviously with this podcast as well. Uh, of course, I get more maiden fatigue. But I also realize that we have had guests on with so much different taste mm. and yeah. so much different music. So that's a really like a, a blessing in in the, in the our maiden community that I did mm. not know about. Before mm-hmm. starting this podcast, we talk about a lot of different music. I mean, obviously not in the main content, but still, you know, you don't feel trapped. Nah. Uh, I don't know how you felt about that, Axel, with uh, with the Swedish fan base, because it's a different demography. Yeah, it is. Like, uh, there's a lot of middle-aged sort of hoarder men out there, just like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's... Who doesn't like? You can't dislike a single Maiden track, and if you do, you you get banned or something. Like, yeah. So yeah. I've I felt like I remember in the beginning of our podcast, I felt like I really need to give constructive criticism to everything. Like, I need to have a. I can't just say like, nah, I don't like this. Yeah. And but uh, I've I've grown to gain that confidence. You you know. So there is definitely Maiden songs that aren't good. It's just it, like, it's just a fact. There are like really horrible songs. And we, I oh, think, yes. yeah. Yeah, I mean, when we started this, I was afraid that it was going to be all praise. Yeah. Like, we don't want that to happen. And I mean, we're obsessed with this band, so mm. it could occur. But so far, yeah, well, some songs have gotten a fair... A fair beating, I would say, and I also want to bring yeah. you or your brother on for an X Factor song at some point, just to get all that negative uh, energy yeah. into it. I don't think know. my brother is gonna like want to relive that. 
honestly. Uh, maybe think, not. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. You, you have to take the bullet for him in this case. Yeah. You'd have to get. You'd have to get Fergal on that one too to counteract every hot. Oh, yeah, but that, that that's a war. You know, that's fighting. <laughs> that would words. turn into a war. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. going to be fighting words. Yeah. Or I think I think that sort of the the, the sort of criticism not criticism, but when people find out, um, you know, I do. Um, and our maiden podcast, then some one sort of thing they kind of like, oh, so I guess just you guys, you know, fucking, you know, frothing, frothing, you know, just you know, praising every yeah. single note and everything they ever made. Like I said, and I said, no, it's not. That's not uh-huh. the case at all. And I said the reason that for that is, um, I have a very specific. We all have since we know maiden so well, and we so you know, if you, if you love something, you're very aware of when it's yeah. not what it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're yeah. passionate right. about it, like, yeah, yeah. like, mm. yeah. They're, like the the the, the X Factor stuff, it's like I'm just I don't know. I know they could have done something so much better. Like mm. honestly, it's 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 mm. just that way. But no, let's not talk about X Factor no, no, now. Well, but we you can know. get you on board. Sign of the Cross anyway. You you realize that that is an amazing. Ever it is an song. amazing song, yeah. But but the yeah. rest of the album is it mm. like yeah. It's also this. That's that's the interesting. That's what's also when, when you meet people who. You know, sort of demand that you 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 know if you you love every single second of all seventeen albums. That's not that's not going to be the case of anything. There's so much music yeah. out there that they've made that mm-hmm. you, there's no way you're going to love. And everything. there's so many other bands as well that like <laughs> yeah. you have to compare Come it on. to all the music. You can't just compare yeah. Maiden to Maiden. You like, yeah. you know, it's good. I agree it's with that. Good, you know? Yeah, like yeah. when I was younger, I think I compared Maiden only to Maiden. Yeah, uh, but when when I was brave enough to compare it to music at large, which I'm, I'm very passionate about a lot of genres uh, yeah. like you. Uh, when I dared to do that, then I realized how good, how fucking good they actually yeah, are. Yeah, that's true. When, yeah. I, when I put them yeah. to the real test, you know. Yeah. If you take like, just like for instance, if you take a song like, say you take Charlotte the Harlot, say that you love that song, that's your favorite song in the world. Mm-hmm. Then you take the title track for Sanjutsu, that's almost a different genre. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it is. So, oh, yeah. But it's the same band. So so to demand that people like, for people to get on, you know, get in your guys' case about not, you know, loving every single second, that's just ridiculous yeah. because it's impossible. Yeah. That was a great example, Eric. Sanjutsu and Charlotte the Harlot. Yeah. <laughs> they're so different. different songs. Yeah, they're so different. Yeah, really good example. Four, I couldn't have 40 years of evolution in between. Right. Yeah. Right. So you, yeah. that's the same thing as like, you know, it'd be, it'd be kind of sad if they're exactly the same. Yeah. Right, yeah. In the same way. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's what you get when you look, look, look how I was working out for, you know, fucking Vince Neil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you can have like trademarks, which you keep, but if you, I mean, you have to try and evolve with what you've got, but kind of not, right. not stay within your parameter, but you know what the fans like and you know what, I mean, you don't have to cater to them all the time, yeah. but. You know, no, like you a band can, like yeah, I, I know Metallica kind of like lost their way for a little while with yeah. a few albums, but sort of. But with um the the newer the newer stuff they're doing, although Hardwired came out quite a long time ago now, six years now, they've kind it's of like good album. found their yeah, um, pretty good album formula again. You know, yeah. yeah. For me, the yeah. biggest problem was actually the album Death Magnetic because mm. they tried too hard to be thrash. Yeah, 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 yeah. For me, that was uh, not yeah. They nice. imitated I, I themselves in a bad yeah. way. It was just a, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, that said, self. Theft is okay if you're Megadeth, uh, Metallica, or Iron Maiden, or something mm. like that. You know, it's okay to do, but uh, it's like, almost um, like they they went too hard for that, and they yeah. tried to make the songs complicated. I would prefer Sanct Anger over that album, yeah, because at least they were trying something. Yeah, they were you trying know, like, something um, new, and it's a really aggressive album, Sanct Anger. Uh, like strange listen, a very aggressive. strange listen. Yeah, very strange listen. But sometimes I would play it, not the whole thing though, like songs.
something else I like to com- kind of compare it to sometimes is because I'm, I'm a big Doctor Who mm-hmm. fan. And that's been going for 60 years at this point. Yeah. And very different iterations all the way through. And I'm, I used to be a, a member or moderator in a Doctor Who fan group. And they get people there who, like, didn't like certain bits of the newer bits. And then they'd have other admins, like, oh, we got to toss that person out. Like, you know, why? It should be okay not to like something yeah. of it. If it's going for almost, it's going for over half a century. There's no way you're going to love everything every single second. Yeah. And, you right. know. There's that horrible group on Facebook as well, like Iron Maiden Nerds Sweden, I think it is. Yeah, it's, oh, it's well, the worst uh, place, like, it's, honestly. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the vibe there is really hostile and strange, and I don't yeah, know. A bit, yeah. yeah, a bit, yeah. Actually, I, I listened to an episode where your brother claimed that you are not nerds, and you said, well, we are nerds, and I thought, like, yeah, Axel knows what's going on. <laughs> but if you look at yeah. Iron Maiden Nerds Sweden, yeah, then I... You're yeah. not those like, kind of nerds, but obviously you're nerds. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're I, like, I don't collect all the caps from the trooper beer bottles, you know, like no, I, I don't no, care. It's uh, just a cap, you know, there's more in the store. Like, well, you know, I'm, uh, I wasn't a hoarder. I was a hoarder when I was younger yeah. and I'm a huge Maiden fan, but luckily I, I lost that side of me. I like, I'm not really interested in collections and that kind yeah. of stuff anymore. I want original vinyl pressings. Um, that's about it. Yeah. yeah. I collect some things, but like, I can't be a completist. So you get these people who like have these like they're, they're sort of like basement is filled. It looks really cool and it's nice, but like like I don't know how they have time for anything else. No. And that, you know, it's it's like it's it's a level that's insane. If they want to do that, that's great. But I don't know. It just seems for me that's too yeah. Much. The, the yeah. sort of like point I want to get across here is that that doesn't make you a bigger Maiden fan than anyone else. No. Like no, oh, yeah, yeah. like. Right. If you if you are a hoarder with all the gear, all the merch, everything, but and you claim you like all the songs, then it's like, isn't that a bit strange? Then you haven't like really listened, have you? Exactly. Like, you know, it's, it's like saying your spouse has no bad traits. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah they all do. Doesn't make sense. Then you don't know your spouse. You know? <laughs> That's true. So we have to do a little bit of round off for for the killers okay. episode here. Um, yeah. I'm I'm not actually putting it on the list. You oh, right. right. No, I, I, no, I mean, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I do like it objectively. There's nothing wrong with it, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's other Paul Medu- uh, Paul Diana material which I, I prefer to it. Mm-hmm. Right. No, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, that reminds me. Is Paul Diano credited on this song? He, no, I don't think so. He, he has very few credits. Is, I, uh, oh, is at it? least oh, okay. on like Wikipedia. So, yeah. He is. Yeah. <laughs> don't know on the album though. Taking this from the from the dome here, so it could be distorted. But from the old Nogit Mike, running free, killers. Remember tomorrow, and maybe one more. That's what I remember. Yeah, yeah. Have, not having looked it up. He's credited on this one. How do we round this off? How do we round it off, Dan? Could you round this off for us? Um, up the irons and down the hops. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> classic one. <laughs> Cool. All right, so nice seeing you guys. Yeah, you uh, too, man. Have a good one. Right. Peace out. Bye bye. Yeah, I need to go to the loo. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. That would be fine. <laughs>